What is going on, Paisanos? <laughs> v here, and today let's talk about Dual Overload. I was thinking about this set literally the entire day. I'm talking, I mean, I'm outside, I'm at Walmart, I'm at my kid's karate class, and they're doing jumps, they're going to be giving me like thumbs up, giving them thumbs up, and in the back of my head I'm going, is there value in Dual Overload? I'm saying to myself, is there a way to not only make money, but go past what everyone else is doing because okay if anyone doesn't know here's here's the way people are trying to make money on do overload they've been doing it on every single set and it's all the same crap and, and it's basically a bunch of uh, uh squirrels chasing one nut let me explain you got guys that buy dual overload i'm gonna buy four cases how many i'm gonna buy three cases how many you buy i'm gonna buy eight cases i'm gonna buy 20 cases and the guys who get the cases early and, pre- and throw them on a tc player or not the ability in the TC play account to throw them on TC player, by the way, or even take those cards and throw them on eBay or Amazon as a pre order, pre sale. They will make the most money. There's no question about it, hands down, especially if they're on top of it, keeping the lowest price, they will get paid. Then you got guys getting the case. Let's say the set comes on a Friday, they'll get like a Monday, depending on shipping in your area. Because some stores want to ship it out on the exact date of the release. Some stores ship it out a day too early, so hopefully you get it by the day of the release. Nevertheless, people are, sh- are getting the product and throwing it online on the day of release for those guys. So for the day of release, guys, you'll make some money. And the guys that get it on Monday, you'll make even less than the guys that got it on day of release and listed online. Okay? So what's the advantage of opening product, sorting, and selling online? Well, for starters, you could cherry pick it. Also, if you're a YouTube content creator, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you guys. If I can grab my one case of this set, I'm probably going to grab it just to open it and throw it on YouTube for you guys. Just have some fun with it. It's nothing I'm going to be serious about. I'm not going to be sitting and go, yeah, guys, uh, uh, so much money. You, you, you'll see a bunch of sealed-only challenges in which they try to show you they break even or not. And the funny thing, the funniest thing about the sealed-only challenge, let's say the card's going 50 bucks online. And they'll open the pack card and see only chats like, oh, look at that, it's $50. No, you know how much realistically that card is? You're looking at $40 because, you know, seller's fees. Oh, that's a thing. Because when you list a card, you sell it and you have to deal with seller's fees. You'll get, and after shipping, we're tracking, you'll get about $40. So that $50 card, wrong. It's $40. It's $50 in current value. But what you'll get back is not $50. It's, it's like if you spend 300 bucks on a case of dual overload, you didn't spend two sixty with shipping. No, no, you spent three hundred. In fact, in certain cases, people might have to pay for shipping. So when you go, I spent three hundred and shipping, and eh, you know three twenty five. Okay, so you lost money immediately. That you now immediately are in the are in the red for. You're trying to get into the black, and it's a game for a lot of guys. And for a lot of those guys, they want to cherry pick the cards and then sell the rest online. Say, I made it, I did it, guys. You really didn't though. So this is why I, whenever I see a set like Dual Overload, I highly, 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 highly recommend you do not buy into the set. Yes, is there a lot of money to be made? Absolutely. Can you make a lot of money? More than likely not. The people who are making a lot of money with the set right the gate is going to be vendors. It's going to be store owners. Maybe even backpack vendors or players that have the hookups, quote unquote. But it's not going to be you who's going online and just buying the cases and thinking you're going to get it early and be able to list it early. No, you have to have the way to prepare for this in advance. So that's why I highly recommend people just don't do this. Because unless you're prepared to, I mean, I'm talking grind. I've done it. Grind. You're not making that money. I've grinded and buying a bunch of product and made money. But you have to do it in a certain way. Because doing it afterwards, you're not making Unless you want to hold certain parts of the set and wait long term, then I guess you might break even, maybe even plus a little bit. 
But the smart guys are not are not sitting there going, yep, do all what's coming out. I'm going to buy 40 cases and I'll make my money. That's not the smart investment. The smart guy goes, he sits back and goes, okay, I want to hit three things and I want to really hit them on the nail. Right off the gate, I want to look at the instant value. I want to see what's being short printed. And if any pre-orders are being listed online, I want to go ahead and grab those pre-orders at a dirt cheap price of short printed cards. I want to maintain that advantage. That's the, that's the early guy, okay? Then you got the mid-range guy. Hey, what's going to be good for Master Roll 5? What's going to be good by Nationals? I want those cards. And I want those cards that are cheap value, and I'm going to buy a lot of them. So maybe if you are looking to buy a lot of cards that someone is pre-selling, hit them up, email them, talk to them. Say, listen, I want to buy 200 of that card. I know you have a list for four bucks. You think we could work something out? I'm not joking around. I will buy 200 of that bad boy. Can we get it going? Can we work something out? You'll be surprised. A lot of, you know, if you're as a seller, if someone hit me up with that kind of deal, I, I, I'm an offer. I'd make a deal. Hell yeah! I want to get paid. I want to get paid fast. I want to guaranteed that when I pull X card, it's already gone to a customer. That's what you want to do. That's that's what the once again the stone of the vendor, the backpack guy with the hookup. That's what they want to do. They're looking for you. They want you to do that, okay? They want you to be involved. And then you got the other guy, the long-term guy. Now, I, I, I'm I, not going to lie. I love long-term investments. I find them really exciting. I find them really fun. You'll find a car that's like 48 cents. Same situation. Hit a guy up that has the most biggest wall. Guy has a 200 wall, 300 wall. You go, hey, listen, I want 400 of that card. I know you got 38 cents. I see it. Let's work something out. And once again, they will work something out with you. They're opening a ton of product, and you want to buy their door from, from their from their point of view. Their terrible cards. That's what you want to buy, dude. That guy is gonna go and break his back to not only get you a good deal on those cards, but knowing that every time he cracks those cards, he's gonna smile, going, "Look at this, this dirt cheap card. Dumbass is one of them. here. Here's a card, the dummy." And you'll go, "Oh yeah, no, I'm the dummy." Got it for a quarter, got it for 10, 15 cents. And then the long term, when that card does show value, if the card shows value, depending on how the market works, you're going to make a crazy amount of cash. And that's the way you got to work on it when you do long term. And I, like I said, it's really fun to do long term value because it's basically playing the penny stocks. Uh, you play the penny stocks early enough, you could plus the biggest, those who do play the penny stocks early enough. So those are the different types of value in dual overload. So right in front of me, I'm looking at the. Um, the set list for dual overload. And to be honest with you, there's a lot of card. We got 53 OCG imports. So it's it's pretty hard to read every single one of these cards, uh, card by card, and then kind of uh, uh, guesstimate it. For anyone doing long-term value, that is the luxury you have, though. You have the luxury to see everybody crack their product, and you just sit there and wait. Everybody saw it and, and cherry-pick what they want. You sit there and wait. Everybody read the cards and not want other cards. You sit there and wait. And then when everyone's going, oh, my God, I have 300 of this random trash card. You walk in and go, hey, you want to sell those 300? And you will buy them up for dirt cheap. I guarantee it. Guaranteed. And that's the thing you got to do when you, when you look at when you look in these sets. When the, way you, the way I think everybody should be evaluating this set. Now, once again, this is only for dual overload. But let me turn it back around for you, Paisanos, real quickly. Because I think... Everyone's eye is on the ball. What's the ball, Paisan? Do overload. But you know what people are not looking at? Everything else. So once again, being a smart investor, you have to see that. You have to acknowledge that. Everyone's excited about dual overload. So many good cards. Crystal Needle Fiber or Halifax. Needle Fiber, Phantasme, uh, Sovaris, uh, Last Word from Another Planet, Finally Get a Reprint, Dagusta Emerald, uh, Omega, 
uh, uh, infinite permanence. Oh my God, I'm so excited. And you go, yeah, you're excited, you're excited. And you just turn around and you turn the corner and you go, um, yeah, this card nobody's looking at right now. So maybe I could go over here and uh, I, I I put my interest in this card. Maybe I, maybe I go and grab this card. Someone recently commented in one of my videos uh, uh, about um, how, well, first of all, they use my TCG player link, and I greatly appreciate that. If you guys are looking to buy on TCG player, once again, Paisanos, if you use my TCG player link, it does help support the channel. Someone recently made a huge uh, buy. Uh, I got, I'm, I'm looking to put uh, ads to the channel and get a better camera, and I need more equipment for my, my, my not, not camera, sorry, my microphone. I apologize. But get better equipment because I have some more uh, different types of content coming out on YouTube for you guys that I think you guys are really going to like, and you can help do it by supporting the channel by clicking on the tissue player link um but yeah because i love your content want to let you know i did a positive buyout and i usually the link on tissue player to support your channel once again your tissue player is not charging you extra they're just hooking me up as a content creator so if you do that i once again i greatly appreciate that and, uh big big shout to you jorge uh Gunari, for doing that but going back to it don't be focused on what everyone else is focused on because you, you, once again, it's, it's a whole thing going back to it all the squirrels are chasing one nut don't be that guy you don't need to why why do you need the newest set? Especially if you're meant to long-term investment, you don't need the newest set. It's useless to you. I mean, it's cool to get in on the ground level on something, sure. But if you got in the ground level something like Pod Desires, back when it was what, 50 to 60 dollars ultimate rare out of OTS one on pack eleven, the card currently right now is $150. And that's only for the ultimate rare. And being a smart paisano that Jorge was, I'm just going to apologize right now. I had to say, by the way, because someone posted in the MarkWatch Facebook group about the Ultimate Rare. Looking at the secret apologize with a $17 market price, it's currently about $18 for Unlimited. First edition is also being run, ran around $22. The value is only going up on these cards. Because why not? The card's insane. Of course it is. You know, it makes perfect sense. But um, looking at that, you just got to look at other avenues, paisanos. Don't be focused on one thing. When everyone's excited, everyone's focused on one thing. That's the best time. I mean, the ideal time. I, I, I can only think of the balance being maybe, maybe the balance after, or I'm sorry, uh, after nationals or even after worlds, right before the balance being a good time to go and buy. But seriously, looking at this time when everyone's looking at dual overload, everyone's really excited about dual overload, that's when you turn a corner and you just grab some other cards. I mean, there's a lot of ultimate rares that are insanely good. Krami's talking about bringing up a new rarity, uh, collector's rare, because they're trying to grab you as collectors, which might be cool, might not be cool, but you know what always will stand good value, will always will maintain a high price point? Ultimate rares. They will always do this. There's no, I mean, I mean, besides the fact that probably my favorite rarity in the game, as you know, com second actually they are, uh, compared to, uh, Prismatics. I love Prismatic Rares. I love, especially the old Game Boy, the Game Promos ones. God, they look gorgeous. But uh, I, I think Ultimate Rares are just the, where the money is. I mean, think about it. We could say Ghost Rares, and, that, and sure, but Ghost Rares already have a crazy high price point. If you get to Ghost Rares for cheap, good for you. But ideally, you want to grab Ultimate Rares. Because when Ultimate Rares see even the hype, even the anticipation of Metal Play, their value goes berserk. And when they go back down in value, it's never near to the current price point they currently were standing at. Because nobody wants to unload Ultimate Rares. Because why would you ever want to load those cards? They're absolutely value. But one thing, going back to Dual Overload and looking at these cards, there's a lot of phenomenal cards in this set. I see the early er, the early gains. Cards like, once again, Relinquish Anima, Infinite Pyramids, all these great cards. There is midterm value here, and there is long-term value here. But the thing is, if you're a midterm or long-term investor, you don't need to speculate today or tomorrow. You have the luxury of time on your hands. And I'll do my videos on YouTube. I'll do my mark watches, and we'll discuss the cards, and we'll break everything down. I'm going to break all this down for you guys. Uh, 
oh, excuse me, as they come out. I'm going to be doing that. One thing I noticed, though, seeing the Vayne's Ruler reprint, it, 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 you, ever, you ever saw something and it made you think about something else? Like, has that ever happened to you guys? Because I'm looking at the Vanity's Ruler, re, Vanity's Ruler uh, uh, reprint, and I'm going, oh, wait a minute. I'm not thinking about Vanity's Ruler. I am instantly, and I'm dead serious about instantly thinking about Vanny's Fiend. This called the Blowout card. Think about it. You go first turn in, in Master of Five. Everyone's excited about spamming the board with Synchros and all Exceeds and all this gobbly goop. And you go, all right, Vanny's Fiend. You look at your opponent and you go, you better out this or I'm winning. I'm beating your face in. You have engine cards? Great. Engine cards lose to Vanny's Fiend. Vanny's Fiend at OTS 1 pack 1 currently is $22 in the market. The market price is actually going up to $28. It's $27 right now, but it's about $28 on the market on Ultimate Rare Vanny's Fiend. Of course it is. And that's only one card looking at um, Vanny's Rule. I'm not saying Vanny's Rule is not a terrible card. Vanny's Rule is a phenomenal card. But I feel like if your opponent has the Alpha Vanny's Ruler, they'll have the Alpha Vanny's Fiend. The only difference is Vanny's Rule requires two tributes. Yes, both players can't special summon on the Vanny's Fiend. But still, it's still a phenomenal card. Everyone's really bummed about the Dragon cards, the, the new ones. We didn't really get the card. We kind of trolled us on that one, uh, which I'm not a big fan of. The fact that they, they troll is not, I mean, I would love to have the new Dragon cards, but uh, looking at them once again, I, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things people are missing. Duo Lord's coming out soon, and we're getting a new ban list. But you talk ban list right now. Do it. Go to people and say, hey guys, the ban list, they'll be like, do overload without thinking about the ban list. And I think that's fascinating about the community. It's been like that for a while. I mean, it's been like that for as long as I known the game and as the community, community towards the market got more serious. It's always been the newest, hottest thing without realizing that there's other things right around the corner. And I think Duo Overload's a phenomenal set. I, I think it's you know good for, for everybody. I mean, good for Konami, good for storage that will sell it sealed, good for storage that will break it apart, sort it, and sell it singles on the line, good for backpack vendors, good for regular vendors, and of course, good for the place with all these great reprints. This is a win for everybody, including Konami, that makes a crazy amount of money with Duo Overload. So much money, I'm pretty sure they're sold out amongst every single distributor. Um, I have a good source saying that every single distributor has been sold out of Duo Overload. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that you have to pre-order back in, like, December when nobody knew what the hell was in the set. You just had to close your eyes and pre-order, and hopefully it was a good set. That's kind of how it works with these uh, distributors. So I can't tell you what a store pays, but I know one distributor charges 17 bucks for a box of door overload. I would tell you that because I think it's kind of fair to say that because looking at door overload and looking at the prices, in case anyone tries to have a price gouge you, they pay about, I, I mean, 17 is kind of, you know, whatever. But that's the act, that's near the price point of what uh, most stores are paying for dual overload. And they're selling for 30 So stores are making great money. Because I'm just making good money, too, of course. You know, that's what the company has to do. But I don't like the fact that dual overload comes out the 19th, and then a week later we have a YCS. Just like I don't like the fact that we get that new set, that tune set that has the product extravagance reprint coming out and then a week later we have regionals i don't like that whatsoever i mean uh, i'm sorry u.s nationals i don't like that whatsoever and if you're in like south america you're like yeah but you know what poor us like sure i get that but who spends the most money all right let me let me guys fill you in on some numbers okay i have to round these numbers up because i can't give you the exact numbers or else i will get trouble konami but south america your play base will say um okay well it's like 100 of all the places in tcg okay i think i think this is fair and this is an estimate estimation don't take this to heart South America, you're about 22%. Europe, you're about eh, about 30%, maybe 35% if you're on, on a really hype season. 
Literally everything else is in America. We can include Canada, sure, but Canada is a very small percentage. It's mostly America. We spend the most amount of money on the card game. If you're European, you already know this, by the way, because you're looking at the European market, and your market isn't nowhere near as crazy as the American market. Why do you think that? Do you think your market is nowhere crazy because you guys are so savvy on the dollar or the euro or whatever the hell your made-up money is called today? No. it's it, The reason why your market isn't as crazy as the TCG market because us TCG players clean our market out. Okay, you got a house and you got a family of two ordering a four piece, uh, you know, a four meal dinner. You're gonna have leftovers in America. Man, we got everything filled with people, and that four piece dinner looks big. But when that table's filled, people are ripping up pieces of meat with their bare hands, just throwing it in their mouth and grabbing whatever. It's not that big. And this is why we have cards at such high and crazy prices. This is why our market is the fastest market amongst any TCG. I can tell you this with a certainty. Looking at the Magic Gathering market, none of their variants of markets, the mono market, standard market, popper market, those markets are nothing compared to the TCG market. Looking at Pokemon, I love the Pokemon market. It's nowhere near as fast as Yu-Gi-Oh! We have the fastest market in the TCG, and it's specifically the North American TCG. Our market is the craziest, especially in America, by the way, because shipping mostly goes to America. When you ship to Canada, it's more of a pain. That's why uh, it's, America has the, specifically the craziest market, because we have the biggest player base, and we spend the most amount of money. Now, that's always good and bad, by the way. If you're European, you're going, that sucks. Realize it's easier for you to invest in. If you're South America, you're, go you're going, that low sucks. <laughs> You're saying basura, which just means garbage. If you're saying that, well, it's no big deal. Your market's relatively new anyway. You're, just look at us as what you're going to be as the game grows in your community. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. South Americans, if you go, wow, those Americans are crazy. Our market's not crazy. Dude, we are your future in the market. The game grows more. We think it's going to happen. It's going to be calm. Same with you Europeans. We, you are not far from where we're gonna, we are. And one day when you're at us, when you're at us level crazy buying in the market, think about where we're going to be at. Because that is the precedent to which is going to be your current future. And I don't think any other content creator has really broke this down like I have, guys. And uh, don't worry about it. It'll eventually <laughs> make its rounds to content creators that are going to say this and get praised for it. And go, oh, yeah, this guy's so ingenious. But realistically, that's all it is. That's basically what it is as far as the markets. And looking at Dual Overload, I'm telling you right now, as much as I love to tell you guys, buy and use my TCG player code, as much as I would love to say that about Dual Overload, I'm not going to. I, I don't need to, first of all, because I don't need the money. I mean, TCG player says, we'll give you money just because you you know, you know do so much on off-site. I, I, I appreciate that. But you, you see me when I do my videos. I even forget to mention TCG player. And they kind of get upset about that. But, you know, it, it's one of those guess what I said. They don't, they don't get upset. They just go like, what the hell, man? You know, promote us. And I'm like, okay, you know. But but they're not really like whatever. But you get what I'm trying to say. Like, everyone's flexing that link. And, and to be honest with you, I, I don't want you to buy through Overload right now. Maybe the singles. We'll talk about the singles, but do not buy sealed. It is just such a bad idea. And the majority of people are going to lose their shirt. You're going to see other YouTubers do the sealed-only challenge and lie to you about value. You're going to see people to, uh, buy a ton. I'm talking about you know one content creator specifically. Uh, buying a ton. Maybe a couple, actually. Buying a ton of dollars and saying, watch me make a ton of money. It's not true, though. They're lying to you. And the reason they can do this and lie to you is because most of the money they're making is from YouTube because YouTube pays us content creators way more than what we should be paying i make a thousand bucks a month on youtube how the hell is that a thing like i should not be making that much money i'm dead serious but i am shocked at it 
uh, to the point where I'm like, dude, what the hell, dude? Like, YouTube, chill. And the reason is because YouTube decided to up increase it for some guys and decrease it for other guys. It, you know, and it's one of those it is what it is situations. But looking at at at, at, at uh, dual overload, you go in and you buy sealed, do it for fun. Don't do it for money because you're not going to make money. Some people already in my comments in my previous video were saying, V, you're wrong. No, you're not right. Blah, blah, blah. I am fucking telling you. I've been, I, I've done every mistake and seen what works. And I'm telling you how it goes down in the game. I'm totally from experience. Don't lose money like I used to lose money uh, at times. Don't think I'll buy five cases of this set and sell it afterwards. And I'll make so much money. You're not going to. You're just, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. Like, maybe maybe you break even. Maybe you make a couple of bucks. Was it worth it after going through five, six, seven, ten cases? Was it worth it to break even to make a couple of bucks and go through all that aggravation? Was it really worth it? The answer is very simple. It's not worth it. It's worth it to go in the market and, and, and snipe what you need and then make that money, make that value. Why are you buying a full? Do you believe the full Hundred card to overload set is the shit. Like it, it, it's just every card in here is value. I'm gonna make so much money from all these cards, it, it, bro. There's always duds. There's always duds, and there's cards. I mean, there are duds, but duds are worth pennies. So why don't you just, if you wanted to buy a ton of those pennies, buy a ton of them, but don't buy everything because you're not gonna make that good kind of value. That once again, I think a lot of people think they're going to. It's an allure, and, and it's fun to open up new product. Trust me. I've owned a car shop. I've enjoyed opening new product. It's excitement. It's a thrill. It's a rush when you pull that card. Do it for fun. Don't do it for investing. It's just you're not going to make anything. I like Dual Overload a lot, and I really do think this is a great send. To be honest with you, I'm going to be buying some sealed. Talking with my kids for fun. Hell, if I can get a good deal on a case, I'll probably buy it because I record on YouTube and throw it on YouTube. But if I didn't have a YouTube channel, I wouldn't buy a case. When I would buy a couple of boxes for me, my kids open, have some fun, and I would slide what I want online, and I would chill. That's what I would recommend you guys do. I'm only telling you what I would recommend that, that I'm going to be doing. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all I'm trying to say, Paisanos. And, and once again, I know people are going to be listening to this video. I'm, I'll try to get this video on YouTube probably. And people might be seeing this video on YouTube and they might be going, oh, V, no, you don't understand, but... Trust me, dude. I, I, I know more than you think. You're going to throw those cards in the market, and every single day the value is going to go lower and lower and lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. And you better keep on top of it because you're not keeping on top of it. There's going to be another guy because what? You think nobody else bought Dual Overload in bulk? There's going to be another guy who's going to throw that in the market, and he's going to lower the price even more. And guess what happens to Dual Overload prices in the market? We've seen this already, guys. Dual Power. We've seen everyone freak out. About Necros, I think I bought, oh my god, I don't know, I, I, I at least 12 cases, I think, maybe more, of Dual Power. Just because, I once again, it was from my card store, I had a bunch of pre-orders, people were excited about it. Uh, when, when, when people did pre-orders, I worked something out with them, so, I, 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 I guess, you know, I, I would, so what I would do is, I think I would get Dual Power in on Tuesday or Wednesday, where as an OTA store, I could have it on Thursdays. So I would wait till later on Wednesday, and I would hit people up and go, listen, come to the store on Wednesday, and I'll let you hold this for a quick second. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. All the stores do it. It's not a big deal. Uh, obviously, they, they didn't take it home. They opened it. The next day, came and got it. But, you know, you know what I'm trying to say, guys. People just want to get their product in. They paid enough money. So, that's and, and it is what it is. But even those guys that, or that got that casing, like, they want a lot of those cards. And to be honest with you, like, they didn't make their money back, majority of them, if any. And, and that's what I'm trying to promote to you guys, you know. 
you're not going to make that much money buying something like overhyped as Duo. Especially, hold on a second, I just realized something. Konami did something very unique with Duo Overload, in case anyone forgot about this. This set comes out, what, the 19th? Today's the 3rd? You have over two weeks to let the value, the secondary market, everybody settle on Duo Overload. Two weeks! Holy crap, I forgot all about this. So, two weeks of the market is going bleh on Duo Overload. Okay? Two weeks of that. And you think you're going to make money after release? Listen, you can do whatever you want to do, guys. I, I think I made a point relatively clear on this uh, podcast. I'm just telling you and looking out for you guys. I, I just want you guys to make smart investments. I don't want you guys wasting your money if you don't need to. Hell, some of you are probably still going to buy cases and still open them. That's totally fine. You have fun. It's, it's a great, it's a big rush. I'm just going to be the kind of guy going online and um, getting what I want to get specifically. Uh, it's fun doing it that way. I mean, nobody near as fun as opening and going, ah, I pulled Crystal Needle Fiber and, 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 and Permits in, in one box. God, like, that is pretty fun. I ain't going to lie. But I just don't want you guys wasting money. You don't need to waste money on, especially with the new Master of Fire coming through, with our balance coming through. Money's going to be spent soon. So we got the 19th. Hold on one second. Let me look at my calendar. We have the 19th, and then two weeks later, less than two weeks later, Master Rule 5 is in effect. How long do you think it will take after Master Rule 5 becomes an effect before Konami goes, and there's a ban list? I wouldn't be surprised if Konami creates a ban list within the next, you know, by the time we get to Overload, maybe a week after we get to Overload, and go, oh, by the way, here's a new ban list for you guys, effective April 1st. Ironically, I would not be surprised if that happens. So for everybody buying into Dual Overload, for everyone going crazy about that, all of a sudden, let's say, like, Harvest Feathers came with the balance. Guess what? You better buy into that one. Let's say Maxi came with the balance. You better buy into that one. Let's say they start shotgun banning cards. They go to Shadow Plays and they go, all right, Shadow Fusion ban. Infinite uh, uh, El Shadow Fusion Limited. Peace out, homeboy. And they go around to like other decks and do the same thing. Like, what are they supposed to do that? Why would you, what, like, why would you do as a player? You got all this money invested in, in one, in, in dual overload. But Konami just shot your deck in the dick. Like, what are you going to do after that? Like, what, what can you do to, to help get you that value? You know what I'm saying? Because you just spent a lot of money. Obviously, you got now focused on the new Yu-Gi-Oh deck. You know, we're getting a balance in two weeks. So what are you going to do is my question to a lot of you guys. Personally speaking, uh, I'm just going to wait and go in and grab my deck. I don't need to rush for certain cards. Then again, I am going to the White and Charlotte. I might have to rush a little bit, actually, now I'm thinking about it. Hopefully, we'll get a pass before then. But you get what I'm saying. I, it's it's you, you always want to have these safety net decks. I think I always talk about, especially on my market watch, uh, uh, this you know my market watch channel. Uh, I always talk about how I think Mermail is such a good deck all the time because it's the best deck when the meta is new and everyone's confused. When are you gonna confuse meta full of plays that are like Jesus? I don't know. I don't know what I'm playing. Mermail plays will always thrive. They will always shock on your face down, and because that's the only trick. Like, like I feel like Mermos couldn't do it, do it in the past like year or two maybe ago, uh, as consistently because we had a, th a, a huge amount of control decks, mainly Altergeist, that were just like, dude, I don't need to learn know what to do. I'm just gonna flip trap cards until you shut your mouth. But now that Altergeist got limited, you know, with Multi going to one, Red Reaper getting hit, even though it helped Altergeist out, you're still not seeing a many Altergeist plays because part of extravagance. You're seeing all this crazy kind of movement in the market. And I'm not, we're not seeing much control players. I'm just seeing more mid-range players and more com combo players with rockets and whatnot. 
So I think once again with the new format, if Konami drops a balance on us, we're going to Master Roll 5. Every you can play as Dexter's dead or dying, you're gonna see Mermos come out of nowhere and, and, and like a bat with barbed wire, start slapping faces all around. And people are gonna go, what Mermos good? Hey, is Mermo good? No, they're not. I mean, they're not amazing, but they're not terrible as well. They will do what they naturally always that what they're made to do. They will call the weak. They will call the inexperienced. They will call those who aren't confident on their choice of meta deck. And they will do it with extreme prejudice. You better respect the deck or you'll lose to the deck. And I think uh, with a deck like Mermos, that's something that you'll always guarantee. That's why I personally, just throw it out there, Paisanos, I personally have a deck core of Mermos. Not Max Rarity. I know Sad Face. But I have a deck core of Mermos always put to the side. Just in waiting. Because we get a new master rule list, like master rule, uh, new, I mean, no, new ban list. And I don't know what I'm playing. I always have Mermos, ironically, in blue sleeves, ready at the core. There's a Regis coming up. And I don't know what I'm playing. We just got bans and everything looks pretty bad. Da 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 da. Shotgun. And that's it. You just need two shells on the inexperienced place. You're not going to game three. That's the way I say it, Paisanos. Anyway, guys, please let me know what you guys think about this. I really appreciate you guys uh, listening to these podcasts. I did one early today. I'm just going to do another one. I'm probably going to throw this one on YouTube as well. But if you guys want to check me out, my links are all down below. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iTunes. And the main thing I do is from uh, a website called Anchor. But yeah, if you want to check me out on Spotify and iTunes, check me out there. Uh, sorry I haven't done these in a while. I'm trying to get back to the groove of doing these. I had a, I love doing these podcasts. And uh, whenever I had time, I really want to do them. I, I, like I said, this is comfortable. You know, even though I have a gorgeous, beautiful face, balding, um, it's it, it just these things are a lot cool to do as well. And let me know if you like them in the comments down below if y'all listening to this on YouTube. It's your boy V and you Bizanos. Hey, you Bizanos have a great day.